started um so uh, right. welcome back to freedom current welcome we did a pilot episode uh before <clears throat> and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and now we're starting the first real episode um and we've changed a couple things around a bit and then uh, yeah yeah we decided to lean more into the stories from the bible yes because they're so so stinking fun and they're easy just to like yeah. talk about and yeah. just to riff on and and enjoy things that we've never really thought about before right 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 so freedom current is what will you tell the people what freedom current is i will freedom current is just a couple of guys that's us my name's brock glaze and this is jeremiah kinney and we just a couple of guys talking about the freedom that we have in jesus christ so we're christians we go to the same church and uh, and we are going to read a Bible story and just talk about what we what we think about it. So here we are on episode two, episode one, episode one. The pilot episode is just a dangler. Yeah. I mean, It'll be like bonus. Yeah, bonus like bonus content. bonus content. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, we do better than the pilot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. All right. Good deal. Good deal. So here we are. So we decided we would talk about Zacchaeus. Yes. So last time we rolled a dice and we it landed on something that we weren't really excited to like talk about. To podcast. To about. podcast about. We of course we were excited to talk about it. Right. So we re read it redid our board and we're going to roll the dice again at the end of the episode to randomly choose one, but we just randomly decided to talk about Zacchaeus. And that was Luke chapter nineteen. Yes, Luke chapter nineteen. Yes. yes. Nice. Okay. All right. So, so pretend we rolled a fifteen. Well I'm just gonna roll and just see if it would have been that. Okay. Nope, but that's okay. What did you roll? A 17? A 4. Oh, 4. Kingdom of Heaven is like... Oh, that's interesting, too. Yeah, he tells a bunch of stories. Yeah. But we're going to do Zacchaeus. Yeah, we're going to do Zacchaeus. Okay, so we'll do Zacchaeus, and then at the end of the podcast, we'll re-roll the uh, 20-sided die and see which one of these we will do next. Yep, that's right. It'll be fun. Okay, very good. All right. Okay. Cool. We're ready to get into it? Chapter 19. Let's do it. Yes. Old Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. And what kind of tree did he climb up? Uh, let's find out. <laughs> uh, all right, 19. Jesus and Zacchaeus. So verse number 1 to verse number 10. You want me to read this time? I'd love for you to read this time. All right, I'm reading out of an ESV Bible, um, and I think we've got the same one. Yeah. And some of them, they're slightly different, but whatever. whatever. All right, uh, Luke chapter 19, here it goes. He entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus. 
Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and was rich, and he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was small of stature. He was wee. Yeah, he was a wee, wee little man. He was short. Okay. So, Zacchaeus ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, Jesus, to see Jesus, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up into the tree and said, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down from there, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down from that tree and received and received him joyfully. And when he saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come into this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. It's a good... Story. Yeah, can I pray about it? Yeah, sure. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that it is true. Thank you that we can rely upon it. Thank you that you communicate to us. And I pray that you would give us your grace as we look at it, that your Holy Spirit would speak to us and would speak to the hearts of our audience uh, whenever they happen to listen to this as well, so that. Um, we can grow um, in our trust in Christ, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. So what jumps out at you in this story? Like, mainly I'm thinking, like, what what is something? Because how many times have we heard this story? Growing up Christians. saying this story. Saying the story as a Sunday school kid. Um, but what now can we find that is just interesting that's... You know what? We talk about how short he was, but I'm more interested in how rich he was. Okay. He was rich. Well, he said that he was a chief tax collector. He wasn't yeah. just a tax collector. He was like a director of the IRS or something. Do you think then that that means that not only did he like send his guys out to scam everyone, but then he scammed his guys? Who knows? Hmm. Chief tax collector. How did he get so rich? Yeah, so... Okay, let me just ask this this question because I think I know I think I know this, but um, you're probably going to be more knowledgeable than I am in this area. Tax collectors that were hated in the Bible times because tax collectors were looked at like a murderer, pretty much. They yeah. talk about tax collectors as just being horrible people. Yeah. So, were they Jews that were essentially collecting tax on behalf of Rome, which is occupying? the Jewish land at the time. And so they're almost betraying their own people by, you know, being an agent of Rome, even though they're also Hebrew. Exactly. exactly. Okay. I thought I had heard something like that. Yeah. And I just yeah. hadn't, I haven't, I haven't like researched it in a long time. And so then they would just, they would collect more taxes than what Rome would require. And they'd keep yeah. the bonus. <clears throat> was it, keep the extra. was, was that, um, 
Was that actually like deceit on their part, or was that like how they made their own money? I don't. I don't think Rome cared. I think that is okay. how they made their own money, and I don't think Rome cared. Okay. Okay. And so you kind of had like a double, a, a double. Yeah, they're taxing the tax yeah. so that they can get a salary. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and so, and they're taxing the tax on behalf of both themselves and Rome, with no regard for the common people Ugh. who were poor. Yeah. And so they were, they were, they were taking food off of tables, mm. you know, and people were hungry and people would have to work extra hours. Um, and what if there was a drought or what if there was, you know, some sort of damage to crops? Mm. What if, and they probably took, when they went around collecting taxes, they probably took Roman soldiers with them. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Because it was almost like, probably like, like you can't resist. You have to pay them. They actually are bringing a sword to your house. Right. They're right. In order to enforce it. And also, not to get strung up themselves. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So they had to do that probably as bodyguards, too. So they're going around and they're invading these villages. And they're coming in and they're setting up their, their like... There, there was one tax collector who ended up following Jesus, Matthew, and he had like a little booth, it said. And so they probably show up, set up their tables. Yeah, and people can come to them. and People were expected to come to them or forced to come to them. Hmm. They weren't popular. They were predators. Yeah, and Zacchaeus is a chief one, yeah. whatever that is. And so he's probably extra rich, extra corrupt, probably has all kinds of like... Um, bribes being taken to him. Oh, um, let me bribe you. Like I, let's say I have a business, and then my enemy has a business selling a similar product. I will bribe you extra if you will like double his tax. Yeah, why wouldn't it? Why happen? wouldn't it happen? Of course it would. Just to like, you know, just, yeah. just use your your yeah. your power for whatever. Yeah, why wouldn't that happen? And he, of course, he would take these bribes. He's already doing everything else to get rich. Yeah. Right. So. So he's filthy rich. He lives in he lives in where Jericho. I I'm sure everyone knows who he is. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure that he's public enemy number one. Okay. So that brings up a good point. Everybody knows who this guy is. He's a rich and he's a chief tax collector. So he he is like a professional and he wants respect. It's kind of interesting that he would demean himself by just running, scrambling up a tree to watch Jesus come by as like, you know, this chief tax collector. You would think like other people do those kinds of things for him. Like, uh, I'm just going to climb up a tree as a little short guy and like, no and look silly. No doubt. So no, that's like, like a little Napoleon complex, you know, like yeah. you go strutting around in his fancy clothes. Yeah. This little short guy with these big tall soldiers around him. Yeah. You know, isn't that a funny picture? He just yeah. like waddling around. Yeah. And all these guys are up there, you know, with their, with their spears or whatever, their armor, their helmets, even making them look taller. But he's willing to go climb this tree. And so he tells you like there's already some like humbling happening as he's like curious about Jesus. Right. And the Bible sort of blanks that out a little bit. But something is clearly going on. Because like in Romans chapter 3, it says that no one seeks after God. Yeah. We've all sinned. Mm -hmm. And no one seeks after God. And so for someone to seek after God, something has to be going on by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus says to Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Yeah. So something's happening inside of Zacchaeus. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, clearly it is because he wants to see Jesus, and yeah. he wants to enough to make a fool of himself and climb up a tree. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and he's probably wearing expensive clothes. He's probably wearing like the three piece suit of the day. Yeah, and he's yeah. just climbing. He's just doing like he doesn't have play clothes on. No, probably not. <laughs> probably doesn't own any. No, he no. goes away. So so he's climbed up this tree in in these fancy clothes, these fancy sandals, and he gets on up there. And he's looking because he knows he wouldn't be able to see over the crowd. But he is desperate to see Jesus. Yeah. People are probably glad he's up in the tree. They're probably like, don't be around me. Go away. I hope he falls down. I hope he breaks his neck. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. People are probably looking at him like, who does he think he is? What's he going to do? Maybe they're wondering, how's he going to ambush Jesus and tax Jesus? <laughs> and so he's up in that tree, and then Jesus comes along, right? And so Jesus comes along. It says he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree. Yeah, he wanted to be like at the front of the parade and yeah. watch it all happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was excited. He was into this. And so Jesus comes along. He looks up in that tree. I like how you supplied that from the song. He looks up into that tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, come down. Hurry and come down. Hurry and come down. Because I'm going to go to your house today. That's insane. Yeah, now what's wrong with that? There's some serious things wrong with that. There's table fellowship, right? Yeah, yeah. Are you aware of that? Like, do you know what goes on there? Like, cleanness, and did you wash your hands, and is this person... Appropriate to be eating with. Jesus huh. would take all sorts of flack in other places about eating with tax collectors and yeah. sinners. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And now he's he's going to go to the chief tax collectors and eat house and eat and stay. What kind of a rabbi is that? Well, so I have to be. So I'm sitting here thinking about Zacchaeus, and that probably. I mean. If I was a proud person, that would go to my head. Mm. This person that I wanted to oh. see wants to see me. Uh-huh. They yeah. want to come to my house. Yeah. They didn't want to come to these people's houses. These peasants. He knows who I am. Yeah. Like, that could be a temptation. Yeah. And he may not have felt that, but I imagine that it could have been a temptation just to be tempted to be sinfully proud. And you know, at this point in the story, we could look at that and say, maybe he is like that. Maybe he isn't. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. We have no idea. All we know is he's a very bad man. We're supposed to know. Being a chief tax collector, that's enough of a clue Mm -hmm. for us to know. He's he's a scumbag. We don't we don't want to associate with him. And yet Jesus is going to associate with him. So it says he hurried down. He received him joyfully, and then verse seven, they saw it. Yeah, the crowds, the Pharisees, um, just people that hated tax collectors, just all around. And they were hoping that they liked Jesus, some of them maybe. They were okay. hoping that Jesus was this good guy that they had thought. And then they're like being, they're being like uh, just bummed because they see him do this. And they're like, man, I thought I knew him or whatever. Yeah, I feel betrayed. Like, put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. Like, imagine having, like, you're... Frequently ripped off by this man. You're hungry. You're looking to get maybe somebody healed, or you want to you want to talk to him. You've been maybe trying to be a really good person, 
you know you're a better person than Zacchaeus. You are an upstanding person. You've got integrity in the community. Yep. And then you he and then Jesus didn't come to your house. He came to the sinner's house. Yeah. And that would feel that would feel a little like what is he? What is this? Who like, is what this? if he went to the synagogue every Saturday? And what if he <coughs> memorized all sorts of scripture from the Psalms and Deuteronomy and Proverbs and whatever? Right? And you you you. You like pray all the time, and you you tithe, and you pay your taxes, and you pay these taxes, and you still tithe, and Jesus is coming, and you're ready for him to set you free from Roman occupation, set you free from tax collectors, yeah. and validate all of these things that you've been doing, and then wait. Wait, he stops at the front of the parade. He stops right at the front of the crowd and he looks up in a tree and there's an awful little man. And maybe you can't even hear it, but you hear him scrambling down out of the tree. Mm-hmm. And I also wonder, Jesus, as he's growing up, um, Zacchaeus, if he's a chief tax collector, he may have been doing this for 20, 30 years. Or at least since Jesus is only like 10 and he's rich. he's rich and he's been doing this for a while. And yeah. so Zacchaeus was already in business while Jesus was still a boy. Maybe and so. Jesus could have heard stories around his village and maybe even heard his father talk about Zacchaeus is coming into town or whatever. And um, villagers and people in his town complaining. Now, uh, Jesus was from Nazareth. Maybe they don't overlap. But, but I'm sure he being the chief <clears throat> tax collector, I'm sure he makes it to some of the table talk from yeah. time to time. Yeah. And so he's grown up. He has his name in his mind. And then Jesus sees, maybe maybe Jesus sees that the Holy Spirit has awoken a little bit of faith in him to climb up that tree and want to see who he is. Yeah, Jesus knows why he's in that tree, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. And you know, that doesn't, that doesn't really like show up in, in the text, but you know. Like Jesus looks up in that tree and he, he sees a man. What does he see when he sees Zacchaeus? The crowd sees, and we've already described it. The crowd sees what he does. Jesus sees his heart in him and what is happening, and he's excited to take it to the next level. I love what you just said, and that's present tense. What is happening, not what has happened. Yeah. What is happening. Why is that important that Jesus sees what is happening in my heart today? Well, um, because he's the potter. And think about a potter who has a pottery wheel and it's spinning. Um, that pot, that clay is soft, um, and he's and you can see what is happening, and you have to be able to see what is happening so that you can move it into the next step. And so you see the current kind of moving of the clay, and he has his hands on it, and he's making it into the final product. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. And what is so great about Jesus not looking at what has happened? Shoo. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Um, I don't know. What if he was evaluating Zacchaeus based on <clears throat> his ill-gotten riches? There'd be no hope for Zacchaeus. No hope. Mm-hmm. But if I can skip to the end of the story, it says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Yeah. When Jesus looked up in that tree, he saw a lost man. Mm-hmm. He didn't see a rich man or a wee man. <laughs> <laughs> He saw a lost man. Yep. 
and embraced him as that. And said, I'm going to go to the house. He didn't say, I want, I, I want to go to the house of the richest man in town. And he didn't say, I want to go to the house of the most influential man in town. Or, I want to go to the, this guy's house to ruffle somebody else's feathers. He said, I want to go to his house because he's lost. Mm -hmm. And I see he's up in that tree and something's happening in his heart. Yep. And just like Jesus would heal the lame or somebody with like a deformed hand or who was blind um, and they have something physically about them that needs healed. Yeah. Um, and then those people will go off and show people, look what Jesus did. He healed me. Yeah. Um, well, Zacchaeus clearly had something deformed um, in his heart. And that's, you know, that's just the sinful heart of man. But it, it's still a an abnormality to God's perfection. Jesus um, healed that in such a way that then Zacchaeus goes and returns everything he's defrauded and gives half of his wealth to the poor. And so people have to see like, this was a horrible man and something in him has been healed. Like he's actually had like a deformed part of his yeah. soul healed yeah. and now Christ works through him. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool to think about people just seeing that kind of a flip. Yes. Because of an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. Right. He hears of Jesus coming. He starts to investigate about Jesus. He wants to run up in that tree. And something happens when Jesus looks up in that tree. And Zacchaeus scrambles down there. And like you said, his heart became whole. Mm -hmm. And he was saved. And he was changed. And you can see that, right? Jesus says in verse 9, Today, well, Zacchaeus in verse 8, stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, Half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. So half he's giving away. And then out of the other half, he's going to make right anything he did wrong. Mm -hmm. He might end up with nothing. Mm -hmm. Because most of it's probably ill-gotten. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's taking probably this little salary, this normal little salary, but then he's getting his real wealth from the defrauding. Yeah. And to repay that four times? Yes. That would be, I mean, he's he's going to probably end up with next to nothing. What is the freedom that we see in Zacchaeus? There's a couple of things that just popped into my head that show freedom here. Good. One is that <laughs> he is unbound from the shackles of wealth. Yeah. Essentially, wealth is no longer his god. Yes. He's, he's looked mammon in the face and thrown it off and now he follows jesus said no more of you owning my heart yep oh and and how is wealth sometimes shackles a prison a prison guard um, a jailer mm -hmm. a chief tax collector i think sometimes because we well i mean so clearly we start to, whether we are very, very rich or we're somewhat poor, mm -hmm. we can start to trust in what we can see. And what we can see is our bank account. Yeah. We think we can buy our way into what we need. And Zacchaeus has learned he has not been able to buy his way into what he wants and what he needs. It's never made him happy. And Jesus comes along. And he's willing to run up into a tree, throw away his dignity mm -hmm. for the real God, Jesus Christ. Yep. 
I see another way that he's free, and that's the word defrauded. He can own to Jesus' face, he can own that he has been a horrible sinner. Yep. Yeah, he's not trying to <clears throat> candy coat with words the sin that he's done and like, oh, I've struggled with this, yeah. you know, kind of every once in a while. No, he but, sees... you know, like everyone else does. Yeah, like everyone else does. Like, you know, yeah. we're, we're all... Nobody's perfect. <laughs> no, I tried my best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, listen, yeah, if you can own your sin and look at straight square in the face, um, then it's easier to accept the love of God. And we talked about that in the pilot episode yeah. with the sinful woman. I think that is, I think that is, and the Bible talks about it, so I don't need to say I think. This is the way to salvation. Yeah. Is being able to look Jesus in the face and say, I know I'm a sinner. And rather than have my God, my gods, mm-hmm. I want you. Yep, that's you it. You save me. And that is freedom. Freedom, not just from wealth, but freedom from pride. Mm-hmm. Freedom pride. from pride. And it's also freedom from um, a world system that uh, intends to enslave you and keep you worshiping it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. he doesn't have, he's, he literally is willing to go broke and, and give away all of his wealth. And he knows that his God is bigger than that and will continue to take care oh, of him. Bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, bigger than that world system, bigger than his riches. Mm-hmm. He can look at all that he owns and realize, wow, my new God is bigger than all of that. Mm-hmm. Because now riches, when he gives it away, now he's not giving away his God. He's just giving away resources. Yeah, he is. You know, it, that's transformed. It is. No, and I, I hate to talk about one of the other stories on our board, but I have to bring up the fact that that rich young ruler, we say, uh-huh. story, um, Zacchaeus, his heart was healed. So essentially in that story, he asks Jesus, what more can I do to be saved? He's already obeyed all of the law, and Jesus says, give away your what you have to the poor, and he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Zacchaeus, his heart was changed and something inside of him compelled him to come to that conclusion without being told. Yeah. Like he came to that conclusion like this is how, not that that's the Wow. Yeah, he like the Holy Spirit taught him and he obeyed like in internally. Yes. yes. Rather than resisting it. That's how he was taught, the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and so the Holy Spirit is producing in him a a and the Bible talks about us becoming new creations. I think that's 2 Corinthians. Mm-hmm. We become new creations when the Holy Spirit changes us. And when we become new creations, we get set on a new path. So Ephesians talks about take, put off the old man and put on the new that you have from Christ. Mm-hmm. And here is Zacchaeus clearly putting off that old man. And those gods have been thrown down and they're not deities anymore. They are just coins and he can now just hand them out because he knows people need them. And now he's putting on the new man because he's been so radically changed. He's been set free. Yeah. Yep. And he's got a new identity. Do you see that in verse 9? Jesus says, Today salvation has come to this house 
since he also is a son of Abraham. Yeah, and he wasn't talking, I don't think he was talking about his blood lineage. Right. He was saying, even though he may have been a Hebrew. Sure. I don't think that is what Jesus was saying. Jesus was saying, you're now a son of Israel. God's Israel. What's so important about that? Well, it's because, I mean, we see throughout the Old Testament, people, I mean, Pharisees are very proud of the fact that they're a descendant of Abraham. And, and Jesus is like, God can make for himself children out of these rocks. Yes. And that's really what he's doing with all of us anyway. Yes. We're dead inside. Did, and he brings he us a home. rock heart? Yeah. He had a rock heart and he made him alive. And he's now a real descendant of Abraham, a real part of God's Israel. Um and and so and so when Paul goes to Gentiles, they also are now a son of Abraham in that in that exact same way, and it's just really something to be thankful for. What do you think Zacchaeus thought when he heard that? Hmm. Zacchaeus, you are a son of Abraham. It was probably comforting. Oh. It's probably just comforting to hear Jesus acknowledging him, like, "Hey, we're brothers now." Yes. It reminds me of what we talked about, again, in the pilot. You'll have to watch the pilot, I guess. Yeah. Is um, assurance that Jesus is not cheap with his, or stingy with his assurance. Yeah. He's not stingy with his assurance. He gives Or his forgiveness. Him. Yeah. He just, he just gives it. If you're willing to take it and you believe, he, you, you, are, you better be ready for some freedom and some forgiveness because it's coming your way. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to guess. Mm-mm. You don't have to... Be afraid that maybe you'll be thrown back into the chains yeah. of that of that prison. You are set free. You can come out of the darkness and into the light. Yep. He has basically what well, he has welcomed Zacchaeus back into society, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Because Zacchaeus, man, we only want him in his mansion and up in that tree. Yeah, we don't want to see him. No. Oh yeah, you're right. He's actually healed. Because of changing his heart, the Holy Spirit and Jesus have healed him so that he can actually have a life again. Because I imagine he wanted all, he he worshipped wealth and riches, and so that drove him to even defraud and take bribes and whatever he did to get to where he was because he was hated. And we know he was hated because the people's reaction when Jesus said he was going to go over his house. Yeah. Um, but now when he gives half his wealth to the poor and restores every single person four times what he stole from them, that whole society now welcomes him back. So he, Jesus has offered him an earthly blessing as well to actually find real joy that he was probably trying to find through riches, but he ended up finding dry, dead, rotting um, shame. Yes. And then now he, oh. he gets to find a beautiful joy and be welcomed back to community. He can go out, and when he gives this to the poor, he can do it personally. Yeah. Personally? He can example. go out and, 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 and meet them and talk to them and get their names and hear their stories and help them out and find out what they need mm-hmm. and be a, a, a community provider. He doesn't have to stay hidden away. Yeah. Jesus has said to the whole community, you welcome him back into the church. Yep. And not only that, he has something new to bring because he now has um, a gospel to preach. Yes, he does. And so he can now bring and and be brought and welcomed back into the community. And then they're going to listen to what happened because they're just like, we knew you were a bad dude. And they still are a little hesitant. Mm. But he's just like, Jesus, Jesus did it. Look at him. Go follow him. Go find him. He will do something crazy to you. Go and look and see. Yes. Look what happened to me. 
Yes. He was he was given a, a new identity, a, a, a new direction for his life, new God, mm-hmm. new faith, n- new standing in the community. He's now not the chief tax collector. Now he's just, before Paul ever was, he's now just the chief sinner. Yeah. And he's already owned it and will continue to own it. And, and, we'll, and we'll point to that for God's glory. Say, look what I was. Look what I was, but I'm not that anymore. Yeah. Now look what I am. Yeah. Man, God is good. Yeah, he, he is. Freedom. I love, honestly, I actually don't think I've thought about this story in a light where I even like Zacchaeus more after talking about this. Because, you know, historically I was like, well, he's, he's still a tax collector. And yeah, he did give all this stuff back. But then after thinking about that rich young ruler who resisted that solution uh-huh. and didn't accept salvation, yeah. or at least not at the time, yeah. Zacchaeus obeyed the Holy Spirit and actually came to that conclusion without even being explicitly told. And I was like, and then, yeah, being welcomed back in the community, I was like, I even, I'm really happy about Zacchaeus' story more than I even was before. It's thrilling. How can can we, you and I, how can our listeners aspire to identify with Zacchaeus? What is it about Zacchaeus that we want to be able to? Well, what's hard about Zacchaeus, I'm just going to be honest, is that um, he did something harder than I've ever done. I've never given away my money. Um, and I haven't, to my knowledge, defrauded anybody to get it. But I've certainly withheld it when I should have given it. And so in a sense, I have defrauded people. Um, if I haven't given to somebody who needed it, and I haven't... Um, so looking at Zacchaeus's solution, it's a little scary. But at the same time, Jesus, if we can look at the story and realize that Zacchaeus believed Jesus was worth it, then he's setting the example for us. We can actually follow in Zacchaeus's footsteps as he led us um, to, to understand that Jesus is worth that kind of just even earthly sacrifice. Right, because as Zacchaeus is going around from... Home to home, giving away, or however it looks, giving away to the poor and restoring what he's defrauded. He's not looking at anyone who's going along with him. Mm -hmm. He's not looking at them and saying, see how great I am? He's going around saying, Jesus is worth it. Mm -hmm. Jesus is worth it. Mm -hmm. I think we can aspire to be like that by saying, what is it that, how can I let go of what I think is securing me and isn't? say, no, Jesus is worth it. Yep, that is a good thing to start acting on, like, right away. Asking God, I'm going to do this personally. What what do I idolize? What do I love more than you? Um, Or what do I think I love more than you? What do I think will bring me more happiness than you will bring me? Um, And I know the opposite is true. The opposite is actually true. Because I guarantee you, when Zacchaeus... Um, fulfilled what he said he was going to do by giving and paying people back, I guarantee you he was full of joy. He was not lacking in what he thought would... Like, I guarantee you that um, this guy was not depressed that he did that. He was probably... um, Because God isn't going to let him be. God God is not going to let him regret that. He's going to reward it um, just by confirming in his own heart... 
that he's saved, and what's been what's been given to him is so great that what is money? What and God has replaced money with um, relationship with Christ, and then then all of these opportunities, like you said, to give the gospel of Jesus <clears throat> away to create new relationships with all of these people in his community. Yeah. And now he actually gets to go to the parties and he gets to actually, um, the kids actually, instead of being scared of him and like spit at him or whatever and then run away, they actually wave to him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and they're friendly yeah. towards him and he actually can feel like this community loves me again. Oh, man. It's like the Christmas carol, but with... Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, I like insertion it. of... Jesus Christ. Yes, Not obviously. Go, no. Jesus Christ is the one that changes our hearts. Yeah, it is. Doesn't he? Yeah. Jesus becomes so much. And so Jesus said, I came to seek and save the lost, which means that now Zacchaeus is found. Yep. He was lost, and now he is found. Exactly. So we can say to our listeners, what? If, if you're lost, if you've got idols... You've got security that you're looking for in other things. And you've heard of Jesus and people have been talking to you about Jesus. Jesus is the one to embrace. Yeah. Right? Je- and no, well, I was just gonna say that if you if you have acknowledged that you're lost and you're you have idols, you're the person that Jesus came to save and to seek. Like yeah. Jesus is is coming after you. He's looking at he's looking for you. He's looking for you. Climb whatever tree you've got to get to so you can see him. Yes. Yeah. Jesus didn't come for the spiritual or the people who are really good at. I mean, if the spiritual will acknowledge that they're sinners, then they're he's coming for them too. But he didn't come for those who are healthy quote unquote right who he can't who don't feel like they need him no he came for those who can acknowledge who have who have acknowledged their sin and yeah. if you've sinned a lot like i have then you'll be um then you'll 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 be received with love and you will have love in return yeah. um yeah and it's worth so much more than your your false security and your pride mm-hmm Freedom. And Jesus is worth it. And he's the one that, that unlocks our cage. Yeah. We're free because Jesus set us free. Like, there, there's no other way out. There's no other, there's no other freedom. No. If no. the son sets you free. If there was, Zacchaeus could have bought it. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't buy it. Money can't buy that. Mm-hmm. No. Well, should we take a break? Yep. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Sounds good. All right, we are back from a little a little break, and so so what so what are we gonna do? We're wrapping up this episode, um, episode number one of the very first season of any podcast that either of us have ever done, and That's it's right. been it's been super fun so far. I yeah. just love these conversations. Yep. So we've got a, a twenty sided die, which we've decided at least we're gonna try to use to pick our topics. You know, whatever. So we've got twenty. Um, Bible stories on this list and I know it's probably not you can't really see them in the camera and that's fine that's kind of the way okay. we that's it's that's okay us. it's it's for us to just re- reference but yeah. you get to see us roll so we're about to roll so don't be shocked by the sound this die makes on the table here we go here we go what um what number do we want it to be well we don't want 15 cuz that was Zacchaeus oh yeah we don't want 15 so Let's yeah 15's try off the table or 
Let's try for, well, what do you want? Mm, I guess, I guess it'd probably be better if I don't come up with something I try want. Try for number nine so we can get to Rich Young Ruler. Yeah, Rich Young Ruler. We could do that, number nine. Okay, here But we go. we're going to roll and we're just going to go with it. Yes, we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh, number nine! Number nine! That's what it landed That's on! How did we do that? And I was because I saw a six, but the dot is at the bottom. That means it's a nine. It's a nine. So we're doing the rich. It says the rich young slave. Yeah, we we're called. It's typically known as the rich young ruler, or I mean, in our Christian school and church was talked about it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're saying the rich young slave because this guy is a slave to his money. He's not right. ruling over it. He's being ruled. Being ruled by it, and so we're going to talk about that next time. Yeah, which is going to go perfect with Zacchaeus. It is going to go perfect with Zacchaeus. I hope it's not boring that we're talking about kind of the same kind of mentality. You know, it's well, just a love if for it money. Is, we'll make that the pilot. Okay, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what we're going to do. Play Mark chapter ten. Mark chapter next ten week on Freedom Current. Yeah, Freedom that's Current. Thank, thanks just, for listening. Just two guys. Talking about the freedom in Jesus. Talking about our freedom in Jesus. And maybe you can talk about your freedom in Jesus with your two guys. Yeah. Or girls. Or girls. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.